This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. I apologize for being a little late, but I was otherwise engaged. So, I'm here now. I know consistency and uploading is kind of an important thing for podcasts, so... There is that. But anyway... It's Sunday night, so we are going to talk about our wagering strategy. Well, we're going to talk about basic wagering strategy, because I'm not an expert by a long shot on wagering strategy. I just know the basic do's and don'ts, and that's really something I need to practice more, but when it's hard to keep your scores because your phone will talk over the episode, well, it's kind of hard to do that. So, basically what you're going to get here are some do's and don'ts when it comes to wagering strategy, because that's the best that I know. I can't can't give you exact numbers, exact percentages, anything like that. But, I can give you some pointers at least. First of all, do know your skill in the category you've got. If you hit a daily double in your weak category, then you need to realize that that's your weak category and maybe make one of those silly $5 wagers or something. For the record, $5 is the minimum allowed to uh, yeah, the minimum you are allowed to bet on a daily double. I wouldn't bet any more than 100 on a weak category, honestly. Especially if you're you know, not in one of those positions where you can't hurt yourself unless you do something really stupid. Doesn't matter what kind of position in the game you're in. If, if you know you're not good at it, don't, don't put yourself in the position to lose a lot of money. Just, just don't do it. Second of all, don't be a James Holdshauer unless you're absolutely confident. I, we talked about James Holdsauer last week, I think. I know it was recent. And we, talk, we talked about his very, very aggra- aggressive betting style. Unless you are 300% confident you know the answer, especially late in the game, don't do that. If you've got... 500 bucks and you want to make it and you want to do the whole true daily double thing early in the Jeopardy round where it's not probably not going to hurt you for the rest of the game because you can build it back up really quickly that's fine if you got $50,000 and it's late in double Jeopardy and you just hit the second daily double don't do it are we clear on that I don't care if the question is the answer to 2 plus 2. 
Because obviously when you wager, you're not going to know that. If it is that late in the game, don't do something stupid. Matamodio was another one that would really get on my nerves with those dumb wagers late in the game. Granted, most of the time he knew the answers, but good lord, how stupid do you have to be to make a wager like that at that point in time? You're just asking to doom yourself. Another thing. If you're in one of those places where neither of your opponents can catch you, and you want... Don't make a stupid wager that could put you behind them if you miss. Just don't do it. You're tra- you're playing to win here, people. Not to give your opponents the opportunity to nudge you out by $1. So if your opponents have 5000 bucks and you have 20000 don't risk ten grand. Just don't do it. Best case scenario, you still win. Worst case scenario, you go to a tiebreaker and they win. Because they beat you on the button. Just just don't 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 do it. It's not worth it. Amy Schneider, I can cite as an example here of making very bold wagers in Final Jeopardy that could have hurt her many, 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 many times. And I'm just sitting there watching and I'm like, Amy, what the heck are you thinking, girl? Don't do that. And this is another thing. Concerning stupid wagers, like if you're trying to joke with your wager or something like that, please don't do it unless you are in a good enough position so you don't have to worry. Because your joke could backfire if you're not in, like, if you're not at a runaway level score, your joke could backfire. Like, if you, like, I joke with people and say, if I get up there and don't know an answer and I have a runaway lead, I'm going to wager $404 and write what is not found. My, my nerds will get that one because, you know, the error you get when you try to go to a webpage that doesn't exist, 404 not found. <laughs> but yeah, it's very important that you're careful with your wagers because being reckless with a wager is going to cost you the game 9 times out of 10. If you're way too reckless, well, maybe I shouldn't go that far. But you really have to be mindful of the scores of the other people standing on that stage with you. Because like I said, one screw up can cost you the entire game. I'm not exactly sure who to recommend you ask about that, but I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that could tell you, don't screw up your wagering. Just don't. I'm sorry if this episode seemed like I was criticizing some players and such. I'm not necessarily criticizing them. I'm saying I really think they could have handled some things a little better. 
And I'm sure they would agree with me. I don't have Amy or Matt or any of those people on speed dial, although I have had brief brushes with them. Thanks to Reddit and stuff. They probably don't even remember me with all the people they bump into on a daily basis, but I remember them because, well, they actually took time to get back to me on a question. And that that honestly meant a lot to me that they took time out of their day. Granted, they were doing an AMA. They were doing AMAs anyway. But with the amount of questions that were coming in that they would choose mine to answer, that kind of struck me because I'm nobody. I don't know how we got off on the subject of AMAs here, but eh. But no, I'm not criticizing them. I I like them and I definitely and I definitely have a lot of respect for them. I'm just saying that some of those wagering decisions could have been handled a little better. And James, well, James is just well, James. There's not much I can say about that. We all know James by now. At any rate, I think it's time I sign off for the day and we will be back tomorrow night with continuing our second chance coverage in flashback. So with with that, as Alex would say, so long everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.